Welcome back to your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, is one of these notorious places I have always wanted to go to. Really? Okay. I'm, I'm so curious. And in fact, we actually just recently met some people from Portland, Oregon, and it kind of inspired this episode because they actually went here and I was super jealous. This is your haunted holiday at the Shanghai Tunnels in Portland, Oregon. So under the city of Portland, Oregon, there is a tunnel system, and it's also known lesser so than Shanghai Tunnels as just the Portland Underground. And originally what these tunnels were put there for, they're under a series of like downtown restaurants and bars, and it kind of connects all of them. But those tunnels, I mean, they are endless tunnels. They're just miles and miles long, and they actually go out to the port. So back in the day, Portland was a pretty small city, actually, but it was a huge port city where ships would come back from other countries, and they would drop off different goods and and things like that. These tunnels were put there as an easy way to transport these goods into the city to things like restaurants and bars. So initially, the intention was, you know, pretty simple, right? Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it sounds really cool. I'm When you mentioned that we had met a couple recently from Portland that had been here, that's when it triggered my memory that we were going to be covering the Shanghai Tunnels. And I'm excited because I do hear this is notorious, but I really just don't know very much about it at all. Yeah, and a lot of these towns, especially port cities, I mean, we were talking about the Pirate House not that long ago in an mm-hmm. episode, right? A lot of these places have, you know, in these port cities, these undergrounds. Atlanta, where you're from, they have an underground, right? So there's a lot of different reasons these could be made. And unfortunately, bad people use these tunnels in very nefarious ways, of course. And that would make sense. Yes. And I mean, tunnels underground are creepy and scary anyway, but add some terrible history and it's even worse, right? Right. So beginning in approximately like 1850 through 1941, that's when some bad people started to use these uh, tunnels for different reasons. Now, one of the issues that some of these ships would have, they would go on these really long journeys to the city of Portland, ending their, you know, a part of their journey. Sailors would get off of the ship, go to a bar, restaurant, and then they might decide, you know what, I don't want to get back on that ship uh, in fear of like disease or being injured or whatever it is. And they just kind of leave. So they don't check back in with the captain. And it was a huge problem that captains were running into. It was really hard to find people that wanted to be sailors back in the day, just because it's a very difficult job to be on those journeys. So some of these bad captains would actually pay somebody $50 a head to go find them a sailor to put on the ship and essentially 
be a crew member, but more like a slave, ultimately. And how this would work, these people that were kind of like headhunting for these sailors, they would go into the bars, the restaurants, they would drug people that they thought looked like maybe they were strong, they were capable um, crew members for a ship. And in a lot of these places, they actually had trap doors built in. Some of them are still functioning, I guess, to this day, where they could drop their victims down directly from the bar after they've been drugged and subdued into this tunnel system. So that's scary. Super scary. It makes me wonder too, I mean, obviously if they had some sort of a trap door, not in all bars, but a handful of them maybe, like obviously the bar owners or workers were aware that this was something that was going on and were allowing it. Totally. Yeah. I was actually thinking that same thing because they are built in and you can see a lot of these to this day if if you go on the tours. Now, so they'll drop them down there, they'll subdue them, and then from there, they're drugged up, they're carrying them out to the port, putting them on a ship. By the time a lot of these people wake up, they're actually already sailing, which brings me to what um, we talked about with the pirate house. It's a very similar scenario, and they actually called this practice Shanghaiing. Right, and I remember you bringing that up. Yep. And so you think Shanghai Tunnels, that's kind of an odd name for a tunnel yeah. system in Portland. But it's called Shanghai because a lot of times these ships, when they would leave Portland, would go to China, Shanghai, China, to be specific. And so that was happening so commonly that the name of the tunnels essentially became Shanghai tunnels because of how common this was practiced there in Portland. And in fact, Portland became the Shanghai capital of the world. Wow. Now, it wasn't just men that fell victim to some of these predators. Women also became easy targets. In fact, back in these days, women were commonly told try to stay away from the bars, the restaurants, especially if you're going by yourself, because there are people that are trying to take advantage of women. Now, a lot of times they would do something very similar. They might drug the woman, bring her down into the tunnel, or sometimes they might even just kind of trap them over where like one of those trap doors are and drop them into the tunnel so that they can no longer escape. Apparently how a lot of these were built is the trap door opens, you drop, it closes, and now there's practically no way to get out. That's terrifying. And I mean, people trying to take advantage of women, I mean, that's nothing new. I mean, it's definitely still going on all the time. But I mean, that's a super terrifying prospect. I mean, just I just cannot even imagine. So are they basically putting them in the tunnel and, you know, taking advantage there? Or are they also putting them on ships? So usually for the women, they were not moving them to ships. They were actually holding them and selling them to different prostitution, like underground prostitution Mm. rings Mm -hmm. and selling them for those purposes. Oftentimes they actually had like cages set up and think about it. I mean, it's dark down there. There's rats. It's probably like, like moisture in the air. Like it 
not a comfortable place. Right. And they're holding all of these women down there in cages. And a lot of times, I guess, some women were murdered because they'd become pregnant or maybe they were just old and useless for the sake of prostitution. And so they would actually ultimately like murder a lot of these women as a result of that. This sounds horrible. Like this is sad. It's terrible. And it leads me to think, I mean, this tragedy, I mean, there have got to be some spirits down there. I, I just, that kind of thing leaves an impression. No doubt. Well, and gang members also used it quite a bit for the sake of like, maybe, maybe they needed to do a hit on somebody, right? They might somehow get them into those tunnels. You know, all of these bad actors had kind of mapped out all the mileage of tunnels and they knew where all these smaller rooms were and different sections and so they would take people down there to murder them and then hide the body because it's such a large tunnel system a lot of times those bodies would never be found at at least quickly right sometimes they would even take like a disobedient fellow gang member that they wanted to kind of like punish i guess and they would take them down into the tunnels put them in a dark room without any light and mind you there's no light coming down there so you need some form of light like a candle or a lantern right in order to see anything and they would just drop them off and leave them there sometimes deciding to go down and get them and recovering them a day or two later and then other times just leaving them down there to try to wonder their way out and oftentimes they they never did find their way out of the tunnels terrifying i feel like this is like a lawless area i mean are the police never going down there to see what's going on good question and i think a lot of people did not really know this was happening right it was it's a it was a very underground thing it was hard to keep track of you know they're drugging people or women and basically taking them as slaves and they people would just vanish and they would have no idea where they went and so it was hard to track it down and as a result of this obviously tons of people were beaten down there starved to death left for dead taken out to sea to god knows what happened to them And they say that they think there was approximately, during this time frame, 2,000 people a year shanghaied, put on a ship through these tunnels. Wow. That's a lot. That is an enormous amount of people to just go missing. Like, poof, they're gone. No doubt. I mean, that's, that's a ton of people. I wonder, I mean, I guess it was way back before the information age. I mean, it would have been harder to get the word out that you've got like a loved one that's gone missing. Although not to say it didn't happen, but that's so interesting to hear that that many people just gone. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. 
As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part. My services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact your Haunted Holiday travel agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So Lindsay, just based on the sheer amount of, as you would say, tragedy or horrible things that have occurred in these tunnels as you can imagine there is a lot of reports of hauntings and honestly the hauntings really kind of like run the gamut right it's it's almost everything that we talk about at many different locations all occurring in these tunnels and as you go on the tour I mean it is such a vast tunnel system that of course you know it's going to depend on where you're at in the tunnels for some of these hauntings but I mean there's a lot of stuff to keep an eye out for so really just anything strange unusual is gonna happen here I can I can only imagine I mean that many people going missing that many people probably dying being enslaved super violent occurrences I mean I don't know. It sounds like a vast potential for all kinds of things. Yep. Now, they will say, at least to provide you some comfort, that most of the ghosts at this location are nice. So for the most part, you're not going to run into anything evil or dark, although there are some accounts of that that I'm going to talk about. Well, I but- mean, they're probably they're probably mostly victims. Exactly. So overall probably good people that passed away right and a lot of these hauntings they do think there are some intelligent ones but a lot of them are residual as you can imagine i mean we talked about at least 2,000 people being shanghaied through these tunnels every single year for a very long period of time almost a century and as well as the torture, the the prosti- people being sold into prostitution, that kind of horrible stuff. And some of the things that you want to look for when you are down there, people have heard loud moaning noises. They've heard talking, like almost like somebody's having a conversation. There is screaming that you'll hear. Another thing that's kind of, I think, lends a little bit more to the intelligent is there is a lot of reports of tugging on your shirt or even your hair oh that's creepy now with these noises people are hearing i mean are they pretty certain nobody else is down there when they're when they're getting this this kind of thing I mean, it's tough to say, right? I would assume so, but these are just the most widely reported things that people have experienced in these tunnels. 
Now, they are pretty vast. It's it's a very vast tunnel system. So, I mean, I think it would be difficult to prove that nobody was at some kind of distance, maybe wandered off by themselves into the tunnels and is screaming or making moaning noises. I mean, I think that's entirely possible. They do say... Um, I've read on several websites that these tunnels are really easy to get lost in. So when you do go on the tours, like really do hang next to your tour guide. Like this is not something to go play around with and go, you know, wander off on your own. It's almost like one of those cave systems. That's how I think of it almost. Like you take the wrong turn and suddenly now you're you're lost and it's going to be really hard to find you again. So those are some of the things that they experience. They also sometimes will see like strange lights. They're going to hear heavy footsteps. They might hear banging noises somewhere in the distance. The sound of like crying, which is sad. There are also a couple ghosts in particular that they say are haunting this location. Now, there are plenty of apparitions that you might run across while you are down here. But there are two in particular that they have named. We don't know that this this is their name. This is just kind of the names that they've come up with. One of them is named Nina. And the area of the tunnels that she tends to hang out in is below the Old Town Pizza Restaurant. And they say that she tends to, like, shut off the lights in that area quite a bit. You might smell her perfume. Um, She might even tug on your clothing. That's something that they talk about a lot or, or she's even seen. They speculate. They don't know. But the story behind Nina is that she was a prostitute at the time and actually thrown down the elevator shaft into the tunnels from this location of the what is today the old town pizza restaurant and when she was thrown down the elevator shaft rather than just being stuck in the tunnel she actually passed away as a result of that fall another apparition that is seen is one that they have named sam this is an asian man oftentimes it sounds somewhat residual to me he he is seen just kind of walking past people not usually like acknowledging them or talking to them just kind of like doing his thing and and walking past they do call him sam i believe part of that is they have heard voices of somebody yelling out calling for a sam so they'll hear somebody be like sam Sam, like calling out for him. And that is, I believe, where that name has come from. Oh, that is creepy. But it does sound more residual if he's just kind of wandering the tunnels. Yes, I agree. And I mean, it sounds like he walks by people and without really seeming to notice that they're there. Right. Exactly. So those are some of the friendlier experiences. Now, they do say that they're is sometimes what they would describe as a darker presence and most of the time where you are going to experience this is in some of the smaller like side areas I guess of the tunnels and one of a a person's particular experience in one of these rooms was apparently he heard like a childlike whistling noise And he was suddenly, like, shoved forcefully to the ground. So it physically pushed him. 
He turned around, looked, nobody was there. And of course he panicked and I think like ran out of the, the tunnels and is never going down there again. But he says it, it was like a dark presence, like trying to hurt him by pushing him to the ground. That's terrifying. See, I think that would be so scary, like being pushed. Like it's one thing to be touched, you know, by a spirit, you know, something tugs on your shirt, but to have something push you down. The other thing I question is what is the difference between like, can you really differentiate a child's whistle versus an adult's whistle? I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, maybe you can, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it could have been, you know, a bad entity doing the whistling for all we know. Right. Maybe trying to lure him or something maybe. like that. Maybe. Yeah. They try to look more innocent maybe than they are. We've seen that in the past, like the Sally house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now there are other shadow figures that you are going to see around this place. They say that sometimes the shadow figures will actually approach you and put their fingers on the, your shoulders. Hmm scary. I I don't like the shadow people. Like it's super scary. (laughs) It is very scary. There's also in these rooms, just the, the distinct feeling of being watched by like a dark presence and people, when they feel this, this sensation tend to like, just take off and flee Mm -hmm. out of those rooms. Well, I mean, I feel like it makes a lot of sense that there would be potentially like a, a more negative entity or entities. You know, like I said earlier, I mean, most of them are probably the victims, probably friendly spirits, you know, maybe a lot of residual haunts going on from really terrible, tragic events that have kind of left their impression there. But I also think that, you know, if something really negative happens in a space, Although most of the people who have died there were innocent, some of that negative energy could just be hanging around, right? And maybe that attracts negative entities or maybe it creates them. I don't really know. But I I could see why you would sense some sort of negative presence. Maybe it's even just the fact that that, is, that impression's been left and so people are picking up on that energy too. Right. I, I, think, I think you're totally right. I think it could be a combination of all of the above. Right. Right. I I think a negative energy can be attracted to a place based on any number of things. All right. So if you want to visit the Shanghai tunnels like I do, I would love to go see this place, not only for the ghosts, but I think the history of it is really fascinating. Now they are currently closed due to COVID-19, but keep an eye out on their website um, because people are getting vaccinated. I feel like things are going to, we're getting close to the end of this. I feel maybe don't quote me on that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We won't hold you to that, but let's hope. But as we get closer to this, keep an eye on their website if you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area and you want to go on these tours. I think the tours are really reasonable. They have daily tours. A lot of them are just educational where you actually will go down into the tunnels. They're going to tell you about the history that we talked about, probably delve into it quite a bit deeper because most of the tours are at least an hour and a half long. 
the daily tours. You can buy the tickets on the website. Once it opens back up, you can even walk in and just show up for a tour. It sounds like that's possible too if you, you didn't pre-reserve a ticket. And the tickets for those are just $15. Oh, that's super reasonable. That's awesome. Yeah, for like an hour and a half tour, I think that's a really good deal. Yeah. There are also different types of tours that are done throughout the day. So there's the educational tour. There's also the Shanghai Tunnels ghost tour. There is like an ethnic tour that's part of this as well. So there's a few different options that you can choose to do there on a daily basis. Now, they also have specialty events, of course, during like Halloween and that kind of stuff. It is open for additional ghost tours that, from my understanding, they have kind of like paranormal expert tour guides that will take you there. I wasn't able to find a whole lot about like what the tour entailed. I don't think that there is ghost hunting. And the reason I'm saying that is that it is only $17 during the Halloween tour period. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, in our experience, we could be wrong, but in our experience... A full ghost hunt experience usually costs a little bit more. Yeah, that's going to be like $50 to $100 depending on what all is provided, location, that kind of thing. So I didn't see that available. It doesn't mean that they don't have it. might be something that they have occasionally, but they do have specialty around the Halloween time opens up October through some of November for those. And I still think even if you can't get in for a ghost hunt, that doesn't mean you can't bring like a K2 meter or something really basic that's not going to disturb the other people on the tour just to kind of see if you can catch anything. You can always take lots of photos typically and you can catch stuff in your pictures too. Totally. Yeah, exactly. A lot of evidence that people find are things like photos or maybe it's a record recording like an EVP or something that you can go back and listen to. So even though it's not technically a ghost hunt, if you want to make it a ghost hunt, make it a ghost hunt. They are going to show you some interesting things on these tours though it looks like they're going to show you a lot of photographic evidence, play some EVPs for you, things like that that they've captured in the past. Well, I will say uh, the Shanghai tunnels in in Portland are something that I'm just now familiar with, and it sounds awesome. And I've also heard, by the way, that Portland is beautiful. I have never been to Portland, but I have heard from everybody who's ever been there, that lives there, that it is just one of those cities that is kind of like a hidden gem of beauty. And it's really close to the ocean. I've heard that too. So the people that we were talking to, so Lisa and I were actually in Savannah this last weekend. And so we've got some new episodes coming up down the pipe from this. I think we could get a few episodes out of our haunted stays there, which is pretty exciting. But when we were there, we were doing a um, haunted pub crawl and we met this couple from Oregon that said that they actually had gone to these tunnels and done a tour. And this guy is not into this kind of stuff. Like he was totally freaked out while his wife was all about it. And Um, They agreed that Portland is kind of a hidden gem, but they were like, shh, don't tell anybody. But here we are. Guys, apparently it's beautiful. At least during the (laughs) at least during the summertime, I think is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Yes. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you are enjoying it, make sure to leave us a five-star review. It makes a big difference for us. We're always trying to engage new listeners. It helps us grow. And if you're enjoying it, make sure to tell your friends and family. Spread the word. If you've got friends that like this kind of stuff, send them our way to your haunted holiday. If you also have a recommendation or you want to send us an email with maybe a ghost story that you've had, um, send it to us. Go to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit contact us. You can send us an email right through that little portal right there. So also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even YouTube. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.